Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What do we got today? Boston in a televised game? I don't know. I would have guessed it's televised if it's a night game. I, why would? But the Wild is probably on FSN. I guess they have two channels. So uh, the Wild are on NBC. Oh, really? Okay. So might uh, get Doc in here. Well, the reason that they ended up uh, playing a night game here, even though they have to send a squad to West Palm Beach tomorrow is that uh, the the Cardinals were here yesterday, and, you know, they're from over on the other coast, and they stuck around to play the Red Sox today and in an afternoon game, and they don't like to have both teams playing at the same time because that turns Daniels Parkway into even more of a parking lot. Mm -hmm. So so the Twins were stuck playing a night game today. What's new down in the fort? Oh, man. You wouldn't like it. It's too warm. It's like 87 today. Mm-hmm. I, and, I would uh, like that. I, I did. Let me look. Let me look. No, I can't see a cloud. But I look. I look. Oh, can't see. Can't see one. Right you need now. rain? There was a little drop uh, a night ago or so. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I, they still got. They still got 50 inches from last fall when the hurricanes came through. Yeah. You know, hoard it. Keep yeah. it in the swamp. Yeah, it is getting a little drier, I guess, for sure. So, But it's been, uh, the weather has been fantastic. So uh, I had a one of my uh, finest moments in the Twins Clubhouse today. All right. Uh-oh. I walked up to Ryan Lamar, who's okay. a uh, invitee to uh, training camp, an outfielder. He's kicked around some, uh, 29-year-old. Uh, and I go up in there because, and they need a right-handed hitting outfielder. He's a long shot, but uh, I thought, okay, I'll 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 talk to him. And he also is married to Whitney Tanny, who was a great tennis player at Edina High School, 160 and old during her high school career. Wow! And they and they met each other at Michigan as athletes at Michigan. So anyway, I went over and said hello, introduced myself, and he said, I know you. I said, well, how, do, how do you know me? He says, the sports show. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, oh. whenever I was home, ever, whenever I was home at my wife's house, the family, the Tannies, watched it. They watched it faithfully. Well, you said, were the guy. He said, 10 o'clock on uh, 10 o'clock, right? 10 o'clock Sundays. He said, yes. He said, 
that was a great show. I said, oh, I wouldn't go that far. But uh, and then, of course, he wanted to know how uh, Sid was doing, and I said, he's still doing. It's uh, <laughs> it's amazing. So, and he, uh, you know, sent out best wishes to my dog, who's no longer with us. But anyway, so he, he would was see a, the dog on the set. He was, yeah, he was a loyal listener to the uh, sport. He loyal was proving viewer. it by giving you that information. Loyal viewer of the sports show. Yes, it was pretty. So now I'm rooting for him to make the club. Yeah, so, where's he actually, from? Uh, he's a Michigan kid. Royal Oak, which is a Detroit suburb, I think, is it not? Royal I have Oak. no idea. So, and then he went to Ann Arbor, and she went to Ann Arbor, and uh, that's where they met. He's a very good defensive player, a uh, speedy guy, but he hasn't, he, in his limited uh, big league opportunities, he has not hit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, But you never know. The, the way they rosters, the way they jub, jungle, jumble rosters these days. Last year they had 37 different pitchers or something like that. So uh, It is they, halfway they, between Pontiac and Detroit. Pontiac to the north and Detroit to the south. I believe my late great friend, Bob Fowlers, started his newspaper career, Joe, at the Royal Oak Tribune. Really? Which was a weekly suburban newspaper in mm-hmm. Detroit back in the day of uh, the... Back in the 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 better days for uh, daily newspaper. Mm-hmm. When did we lose Fowler? Oh man, ten years ago. ALS. Well, that's right. ALS. Yeah, out of nowhere, man. He was he was losing a little weight and went and checked, and they said, "Well, you got a couple of years, sir." So mm-hmm. yeah, ALS. He might have been sixty, early sixties mm-hmm. mm-hmm. at the maximum. So that's uh, that's not a good one. Anyway. How about the reversal of fortunes between our Wild and the St. Louis Blues? Remember November when the Blues were leading the world and winning every night and it looked fantastic and Mike Yo was going to be the coach of the year and now they're not going to make the playoffs. They've been terrible. Boy, they're reeling, aren't they? And we had Dan Myers on yesterday from Wild.com. And the Wild, if you go back to the middle of November, are like the third best team in the league or something. So Wild currently have 77 points. St. Louis has sunk to 72 points. Yeah, and there had to be one point when the Blues were 12 or 15 points ahead of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they have just gone in the tank, and they come in there today having lost six in a row. And I think, weren't they in here... Uh, a couple, three weeks ago, and they had them beat and ended up uh, giving it away And uh, at the end. The, the Blues, I think they were wild. Had the game, game they should have won, yes. The Wild had a game similar to the uh, one they had the other night where they, they rallied and I think took two points away from them. So. Man, they are in danger of not making the playoffs. Oh, yeah, they have gone completely in the tank. Hmm. And uh, I, uh, I, I don't know if uh, Coach Yo has those meltdowns when his team goes... Uh, in the tank like he used to hear when he was a more immature coach. But uh, I still think it'll be one of the greatest stories in sports if a, if a new team, a new franchise wins the Cup. <laughs> only one team, only one team has won more games than Vegas, and that would be what uh, Vegas has won forty-one games. Tampa Bay's won forty-three. I think they gave a two-goal. They gave up the old, the worst lead in hockey though last night, didn't they? They had a two-goal lead late, and I think they got beat, didn't they, by the Kings? Vegas the and Ducks. LA late. I don't have the score. I think the uh, Kings came back. Uh, I think the Kings came back and beat them three-two, hmm. and uh, maybe it went overtime. <laughs> maybe me. it went overtime. So, mm-hmm. but uh, well, it is amazing. But th- they did give them. 
a draft like no other expansion team has ever had. You you were only allowed to protect eleven players, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, for five hundred million, they gave you some good players. Yeah, they really did. That's right. That's right. They. Uh, I mean, they. Uh, you know, and then they were able to make trades like they did with the Wild for guys they didn't want. You know, the Wild didn't want to lose Dumba, so they ended up giving them two players, and and uh, they they were able to do a lot of that stuff. So and how about the, your Butlerless Wolves go out and beat Sacramento? Yes. Uh, well, Sacramento's terrible, but uh, they still beat them, and they're two zero now, and they they have a back to back Thursday and Friday. Uh, Portland and Utah, they win one of those. They're in pretty good shape, but the uh, the Wolves fans very upset last night because uh, Thibodeau uh, didn't go to his bench soon enough in the last five minutes. They're very worried about the minutes that the mm-hmm. players are playing now. They're uh, that's the all the all the basketball geniuses are very upset. They figure if Towns and and Wiggins and uh, and Teague play an extra two minutes last night, boy, that's really going to have a negative impact on them in the long run. Who's the Mavericks owner? Mark Cuban. Why is he in trouble? He said that the best thing for his team to do was to tank. You can't lose and, that way. You can't and, do that. Well, they all you they can do, do it. it. You just they can't do say it. it. They can't say it. You can't say it. It's a six hundred thousand. But they're also mad about him. Mad at him about this. Uh, the accusations of the. Uh, sexual uh, hijinks and harassment that was taking place within the Mavericks. Have you read that story? I did not. Oh, yeah. it's uh, He was not involved in it, but he let people that they they had a guy who was a, an employee who wrote for their website, mavericks.com or whatever mm-hmm. it is, mm-hmm. who had two domestic abuses. I mean, punching yeah. gals. And yeah. uh, one of whom was an employee that he was living with. And uh, they 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 didn't fire him either time. So uh, that that and then there's other harassment accusations going on. It was apparently they had a team president who uh, hit on everybody in the office and stuff like that. So so Cuban's running a loose ship. Yes, and he's. Uh, I, I think his chances of running for president have gone out the tank. Wasn't he? Wasn't he going to be the? Uh, he was he flirting for, with that. Yeah. Yeah. Six months ago, he was going to well, run. Well, Donald for already announced today he's running again. He's going again. That's huh? an early yeah. announcement. <laughs> yes, it is, especially when we don't know what Mueller's got up his sleeve, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I saw that he's already he's already picked a campaign chairman, right? Yeah. In fact, it's a record early announcement. It's over 800 days. I guess Obama <laughs> was 500 and some days. I I just don't know what the hell. He'll be. Uh, what's the oldest a man has ever been when he was elected us to a term as president? He's older than Reagan was, I think. He'll be old. He would be older than Reagan. You'll but Reagan Google had the great book. line though. I'm not going to let my opponent's youth. Uh, what did he say? Deter or know. whatever it was. <laughs> well, yes. The Mondale. Yes. That was pretty good. Well, how old is the uh, Donald? Uh, he's 70, 70 or 71 right now. So he'd be 74, I think, when he ran for re-election. I think he was 70 when he was elected president. Hmm. Are the fans streaming in? I can hear a little music they in the had a night, Well, we had to, I closed the uh, the uh, wall here because they were playing rap music again. And uh, You know what I've discovered about rap music? Hmm. Very self-indulgent. Really? They sing yeah. about themselves uh, right. all the time. They tell me all about what's going on in there. Very self-indulgent right. stuff. It's uh, the one guy says, you know, the one guy was just singing about he doesn't know how much money he makes and so I don't care. I don't care. You know, don't 
Sing Love Train. Stop singing this crap, will you? I don't, I don't care about that stuff. I couldn't agree with I, you more. Very self-indulgent stuff. How about yeah. at the Grammys when all the women get up there and bitch and moan about how they're harassed and they can't wait to welcome some rapper who sings misogynistic <laughs> lyrics? Just incredible. They're yeah. all a bunch of hypocrites. Well, they're crazy, yeah. man. They're crazy. Uh, they are. They are. They are. The, the yes. Donald is 71 currently. Uh, Ronald Reagan was 70 years of age when he was uh, when he went to the presidency. I don't know the days. I just well, so know they the got to be dang close to each other because yeah, I think Trump was 70 when he got elected too. So sure. he could be a little older than than. Uh, you know what though? By the second term, Ronald was a little off kilter, <clears throat> yeah, and wasn't really making decisions anymore, which was good. Right, he was just if, counting if, jelly beans. If, if on we the could desk. count, on, if we could count on this guy to not make be making the decisions, maybe we wouldn't have to be so nervous. Rook, can you take right? us to break? I uh, please. I can certainly do that. I'll take you to break. We'll Sports be back talk. shortly. We'll be uh, right back shortly. Right now. Uh, Joe, yeah. In your many trips to Scottsdale, yeah. Have you been there? Yeah. Don and Charlie's closing. Oh yeah. The famous Scottsdale restaurant downtown. Don and Charlie's is their old old steakhouse. I just saw a note on it, and uh, you know Harry Carey's hangout, the hangout of many others, and uh, old Hollywood types who were there. When they go to Don and Charlie's, it's going to be uh, torn down and replaced with a much needed hotel. Really? Downtown Scottsdale. Yes. You know who just announced they're going out this summer on tour? Who? The Stones. Oh, good. Porky. We're going to do Europe and... Oh, how old now? Well, uh, Who's the oldest? Charlie? Charlie's got to be 75. Mm-hmm. Well, Mixon is 70. They're all They're in their, their 70s. 70s. That's, uh, I don't know. What, I'm just looking up the tour Are they going to make it to the U.S. or not? Not No, this is Europe, Ireland, Spain, the whole deal. That's hardly... A, that, that, that's almost... England... That's almost like staying in the neighborhood, though, isn't it? Okay, I'm just looking up the golf tour. Yeah. We, we got the World Golf Championships in Mexico. Yeah, you know who uh, runs that golf tournament? Who? Hollis Gabner. Really? Yeah, Hollis has, uh, took that over. That was the one that used to be at Trump's course, and they moved it. In Mexico and it, City. And it had a tremendous success last year. There's a billionaire down there who said, fellas, we're going to do this. And he got the other rich guys in Mexico to uh, support it, and it uh, was a flaming success down there last year. Okay. How do you And qualify? the ball will carry. Uh, top 64 in the world. Oh, boy. Yeah. This is not the match play, though. This is a stroke play, right? Mm -hmm. and Dustin Johnson play, won it last year. The match play comes along in about another month. But mm -hmm. uh, it's I think it's the top 64 in the world. But something like that. It, it world rankings, that's how it does it. Now, i got to give you some more information. Mm-hmm. Today, in 1960, 1960, the United States defeated the Soviets in the semifinals of the Olympic hockey tournament in Squaw Valley. All right. And then the next day, they drilled the Czechoslovakia and won the gold medal. All right. Every bit as big a surprise as 1980. When they also uh, beat the Soviets in the, Soviet, semifinals. In the semifinals. Yes. 
Johnny Masich will be with us today at 440 to talk about it. Did he score a winning goal or anything? Uh, no, but he was on the team. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, you got to pick your spots on a team from 1960. Now, I could have gotten trying to got a hold of the hero of that, uh, but I don't have his phone number, the great Jack McCartan, mm-hmm. my former Little League baseball coach. Right, your who mentor. Was, who was the goalie right. uh, on that uh, team. And uh, uh, just like Jim Craig, stood on his head and uh, played great. And they, That's all you got to do. St. Paul, Washington. which one, Joe? Washington guy? Yeah, yeah. St. Paul, Washington. Either it was Washington or Marshall. I'd have to look it that up. might have been Marshall. I think uh, it was Marshall. I think it was Marshall. Rush going to the Google. It might have been St. Paul Marshall, yeah. which is well, no longer a high school, but it's still standing. It's a beautiful old building. Washington is what? Uh, kind of an art school? Uh, science like magnet that. or something. They don't, I, don't think they have, uh, I don't think they have athletics over there at Washington. I don't think they but, do either. But Rance and a bunch of, you know, a lot of bunch of great at Jeff Sauer, those guys all were Washington guys. Oh, the Prexies, right on Rice oh, Street. Oh, the Prexies. Oh, yeah, they were always the Prexies, man. Yeah. Oh, they uh, skip uh, They skip his high school. He just says, born uh, in St. Paul. Let's see. Nope, they do not tell us what. Type in there, Jack McCartan, Marshall High School. Just type that up. All right. That'll pop up someplace. Jack McCartan. How old yeah. is he? he well, is he was 82. he was a he was a gopher in 56, so, uh, you know, that's he was on the national. Not only did he win a gold medal, he was on the 19, he was a star slugger on the 1956 Gophers Baseball National Championship. I'll be the first, damned. The first of three that they won. Yeah, he was on that team. Too. Jack McCartan a, survived baptism by fire at St. Paul Marshall before coming okay. Olympic champion. Yeah, yes, so Marshall. in other words... The Johnson Gubbies and the Hardy Knights and the Washington Prexies were shooting a lot of pucks at him at Marshall High School. Then, huh? Yes. Marshall is tucked behind, is north of Summit between Victoria and Dale. The building's still over there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was ceased being a high school a long time oh, ago. Oh, a long time ago. Yeah. I think the coach there was one of my Uncle Frank's best buddies. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't remember what the football coach's name was. But they were. The funny thing was, all those guys who coached against each other back then, A, they all coached at the same place for 30 years, and they were all the best of friends, mm-hmm. except on those Friday nights where they played each other. Right. You know? Frank was mechanic arts, right? Yes, yeah, mechanic arts. The mechanic yes. arts trainers. Yeah, Goalies played. never wore any equipment, said McCartan, who played mostly in the outdoor rinks at Dunning Fields. Kind of a ragtag deal. We used to take turns in goal. I think I ended up being better than some of the other kids. As a freshman at St. Paul Marshall High School, McCartan joined the hockey team with no intention of being the starting goaltender. They had a kid by the name of Ronnie Jones playing goal. They told me a couple of days before the season started that he quit. Just like that, <laughs> he was a new starter in goal. <laughs> I never yeah. played a game with goal pads, McCartan said. It was baptism by fire. I wonder what their team name was. See if you can find that out. Uh, so they had a diverse population. There were poor kids, rich kids, Jewish kids, Catholic kids. Yep. Sports Talk will return shortly. What I'd really like to hear is to Such, uh, as Such put on your headphones and walk this ramp because you've got that sexy voice thing going. Give me a little sexy voice, Such. Come on. Where about? Well, I didn't. I didn't have time. I didn't have time. Would it be all right if I uh, came over there and sat on your lap? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be. Uh... 
That'd be a negative. <laughs> wow. That would not be. Listen to that. Yeah. Well, how about mighty? That'd be mighty fine. That'd be mighty fine. All right. I'll, I'll be right in. Yeah. You're Johnny Hyde in the newsroom. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> drape my left arm around oh, your neck. Okay. Okay. It's, uh, as long sunny. as you bring in your remote, your remote toy car. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. Right. Sunny, we're up to 45 degrees now in the Twin Cities. Wild in action at home tonight. They have a game against St. Louis at the Excel Energy Center. They will uh, get some injury return tonight. Defenseman uh, Jonas Brodine is ready to come back against the Blues. He's missed the previous nine games, recovering from surgery to fix his fractured left hand. Uh, Twins playing Boston tonight in exhibition baseball. That game underway shortly after five. You fellas uh, wanted to know if that was broadcast. It is indeed broadcast on FSN this evening. News notes from today. Minnesota, the second best state in the nation, according to a new U.S. News and World Report study released today. Yeah, what's one? Iowa? Yeah. (laughs) Well, Well, as a matter of fact. It is Iowa. <laughs> Iowa had better rankings than Minnesota in infrastructure and health care, with Minnesota earning its second-place ranking from high marks in quality of life and citizen opportunities. The study weighs health care and education most heavily, followed by state economy, citizen opportunities, infrastructure, crime and corrections, and fiscal stability. This is according What's, to who? Uh, U.S. News and World oh. Report. What's the temperature up there right now? 45. 45. 45. What's the ground look like? Covered in snow, Pat. Beautiful white snow. Here it's 85 and uh, (laughs) it's green. So I'm I'm, I'm questioning those rankings. (laughs) The Columbia. I disagree. When do you come back? Oh, I'd say three weeks from now. Oh. (laughs) I haven't really booked myself home yet. Whenever he wants. I might just stay the hell with it. It's 85 and green. I'd, I'd hold, uh, keep my options open too, uh, if I were you. The Columbia Heights yes. man, Columbia Heights man convicted in a fatal shooting at a Minnetonka park and ride last March has been sentenced to life in prison without parole. And if a county jury last week found Marcus Hallmark guilty of first and second degree murder in the slaying of 32 year old Thomas Russ of Minneapolis, Russ had been changing a tire at the park and ride when Hallmark shot him. Why? That's a Do cre- we know why he shot him? Uh, that's a creepy looking guy. Have you seen his picture, Patrick? Yes. Yeah, the goth all looking. Tatted uh, up and no, I don't know if it's tats, is it? It's just makeup. No, he, and has, he has. I saw a weird hair in pri- uh, not in prison in court today. Uh, he is. He has complete tattoos on the top. It looks like oh. uh, he has sleeves oh. all the way on both arms. And he looks oh, like he should be a, a backup singer in Marilyn Manson's band. Exactly. Yeah. Did yeah. he just do this uh, for fun or what? They've or never what? given any indication. Uh, they knew each other, and uh, the, oh. the, the fellow who got shot was the girlfriend. A boyfriend, excuse me, of uh, somebody they knew. So I, I don't understand. They and they've never explained why he shot him. So yeah, you got to give us explanations uh, when when there's a murder like this. Interim security clearances for White House aides, including Jared Kushner, were downgraded last week after Chief of Staff John Kelly stipulated new changes to how officials access the nation's secrets. Aides who previously uh, previously operated on top secret interim clearances saw their access changed to secret. That's a classification for less sensitive material. Kushner will no longer be able to view the top secret materials. The White House has refused to detail the status of Kushner's clearance. He's accepting the decision according to sources about his security clearance and will not ask for special permission from the president. Amelia. You'll just get it from all the tweets that President Trump sends out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I'll just go on Twitter. Here's worry. the code for today, the nuclear code tweeted out for today. Amelia Earhart went missing in 1937. 
And nearly we eight, haven't found her yet, Johnny. We have not, but uh, 80 years after her disappearance, we have found a car that once belonged to the aviation pioneer. It had been stolen. <laughs> in an old barn with a tarp oh, no. on it. And the, uh, <laughs> what was it, John? It had been stolen last week. The car really? Was, the car was found Monday night. Can you say really like that again? Mm-hmm. Really? Why really? don't you say for real? Would, just really. get to it. What was it? The car... <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, no. I'm 1936 Ford. The car was found Monday night on a street corner in the El Cerrito neighborhood of Los Angeles. Uh, the car found thanks to a CBS LA viewer tip. When the news station oh. aired a story about the car, do gooder. The viewer saw it and called police to suggest they check out the car to see if it was the stolen one. Jim Summers, the man from the city of Orange who now owns the car, said the green and black 1932 Hudson Essex Terraplane. Ooh. Oh boy. Was being, was being housed in a trailer in an industrial complex in Orange when it was stolen on oh, Friday. Oh, my word. Look at this automobile. What mm-hmm. a beauty. Do oh, they yeah. have the rounded wow. fenders, Kenny? Uh, yeah, no, it, it, it does in back, and it also has the uh, mother-in-law, the rumble seat back there. The one I'm <laughs> looking at has, is a two-door model. with uh, They're both they're suicide doors. Fantastic. Wow. Oh, but nice. it's more squarish than it is round. It kind of so, has that narrow uh, front with that tall grill, that beautiful grill. So Amelia had a little pizzazz to her is what you're trying to say. She oh, yeah. liked looking good in the car, right? Let's see. What kind of power plant do those babies have? <laughs> Go ahead, John. Summers had taken the car from his shop to an industrial center in preparation for a car show Saturday. Had been secured by a security lock, but apparently somebody had cut the lock. The uh, value? Estimated between a quarter and half a million dollars for the car. Mm. There are only 14 of the models still known to exist. No kidding. But that value has to be driven by the provenance of her. Yeah, but Joe, 14. I I bet the other ones are pretty close to that. Flathead V8. Wow. Mm -hmm. Nice. Be quiet. John, what's your theory on Amelia? She just went in the drink. She became a geisha girl. (laughs) (laughs) I think she probably went in the drink, huh? Otherwise, wouldn't we have found her? Yeah, by now, I guess. Uh, You know how jeans these days uh, in the store are torn and frayed? Yeah, I think that's silly. I do, too, but uh, Levi Strauss... Uh, they're automating now the way those are made. They says it, they says they yeah. say it'll save them money and time. Uh, the parent company of Levi LS and Company plans to use lasers to create the holes, the fraying, and the fading that give trendy jeans their worn look. Previously, this was a labor-intensive process that required garment workers to brush the fabric with sandpaper, rotary tools, and chemicals. A laser can finish a pair of jeans in 90 seconds used to take up to a half an hour for hand finishing. Uh, That, of course, the goal they say, Levi does, they'll reduce end-of-season markdowns and have a lot more pants to sell. Why are you looking at me? How are you at hand finishing? Is it uh, (laughs) taking half an hour or are you uh, in the 90-second range? Uh, Uh, you got to switch off one. uh, Why would you even want holes in your pants? Hey, Johnny. Johnny, you know Uh what the Me Too movement has meant to me? Huh? Now when I see a young lady in a pair of those jeans, I no longer say to them, hey, there's a rip in your jeans here. You, know? <laughs> you hold back. No, I, I no you're say, better off saying nothing. No, I don't say anything <laughs> right. anymore. But right. I, I used to say, hey, there's a rip in your jeans there. And they'd look at me like I was crazy. Uh, for the first time ever, the top-hatted man who appears on bottles of Johnny Walker whiskey will be replaced by a woman. 
Johnny. Oh, come on. Will she have a top hat? Jo yes. <laughs> Johnny Walker, which is owned by liquor giant Diageo, says it'll launch a special edition of its black label blend next month featuring the female logo. It said in a statement, as a brand that stood for progress for nearly 200 years, Johnny Walker is proud to take this next step forward by introducing Jane Walker as another symbol of the brand's commitment to progress. Are they changing the uh, recipe? Flavor's still no. the same? Everything will be the same. Well, then who cares? Yeah, I yeah, mean, what, what's this, the point? Yeah, this is nice, but uh, it's next like story. holes in your jeans. They'll sell, some, uh, <laughs> they'll sell some booze, but here's, here is my question, Johnny. Uh -huh. What have they done to stand for progress? What what? Are they just saying that? Of course they, they are. What That's all they, they have to do. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, all they've done is make scotch whiskey. Yeah. How does that Same, stand the, for progress? The, the same scotch whiskey they've always made. So Yes. Yeah, so I, I think they're <laughs> I think they're just making it up. Do well, they, they drink scotch whiskey all night long and then <laughs> die, die behind, behind the, the wheel? wheel. Yeah. They call you know, Alabama yeah. the Crimson Tide. Yeah. They call me Deacon Blues. Yeah. yeah. You're a deacon? Um, uh, this all coincides, <laughs> by the way, with Women's History Month and International Women's Day. That's why uh, uh, Johnny Walker oh. is, is doing this. They got a name for the winner. Well, rock on, Johnny Walker. <laughs> I want a name when I That's what I hear Joe saying. They call I was Alabama the... The drunkest I ever time. saw my bride was uh, after three days straight of drinking Johnny Walker. Oh, really? My oh. goodness, that woman could hold her alcohol. <laughs> wow! And she was at work at the time. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Three days. Huh? Much respect to my bride. Baby, you know how to do it. <laughs> hey, Kenny. Yes, sir. With your recent remarks, I take it your bride uh, is like mine and doesn't know what time our show's on. Right? Uh, this on my text message, Patrick, 3.41 3, uh -oh. p.m., uh -oh. uh -oh. make that tequila with three exclamation <laughs> points. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, man, that's, I can say anything I want because uh, those. Katie Katie doesn't know when the show's on. Those days are long gone. Now we have uh, one drink and we're fighting for the pillow and the couch and <laughs> the chair and the footstool and everything else. It's, it's pretty sad. In Pennsylvania, police say a damning clue led to the arrest of a man charged with stealing a pot of meatballs. Yeah. <laughs> What man was, after my own heart. What was and the clue? He was sauce. A, he had red sauce smeared all over his face and clothes. <laughs> I don't know where it was. I didn't see any around here. A tie you're wearing or a menu? <laughs> <laughs> Authorities. An old one. Yeah, it is. It is. Authorities in Luzerne County charged. Dick Jankowski likes that one. <laughs> have charged 48-year-old Lehman Glenn Robert Potter with burglary, criminal trespass, and theft by unlawful taking for allegedly swiping the pot of meatballs Monday. Was this at a church uh, basement function? No, it actually was in a fellow's garage. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's even meatballs. worse. Right in the oh, garage. Yeah. Police say the victim called <laughs> Standing police. there over the trash right. barrel, shoveling, shoveling them in, in as fast as possible. <laughs> yeah. Police say the victim called to report his meatballs missing and told officers about 2.30 in the afternoon yesterday he saw Potter standing in front of his house with red sauce all over his face and clothes. <laughs> they went that away. <laughs> I tried to, I tackled one of them who had a bunch yeah, of sauce right, in his back. Yeah, yeah, right. The uh, pot, empty, 
was found in the street near both houses. <laughs> they must Love have been it. damn fine meatballs if he couldn't be yeah. able to eat them all. involved in this? Yeah. Uh, they didn't say anything Did you give booze. us a count on how many meatballs? I did not. It just said a pot of what, meatballs. Well, that's a bit, you know, a pot is a lot of meatballs. What's, yeah. your, what's your personal record, fellas, in one sitting? Oh, how many gosh. meatballs can you take down? Uh, one and a half. What? 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 Depend on what size they are. Yeah, if you're little as cocktail meatballs, I can oh, yeah. give you a run for your money. Yeah, yeah. I'll take about 30, 40 of yeah. those. <laughs> well, you what can't. town was this, John, where they sold the meatballs? Uh, Pennsylvania, oh. Luzerne. I was hoping it was Minnesota. Luzerne mm. County. Mm. Uh, so I'm assuming since it was red sauce, they were Italian and not Swedish. So. Well, which hey, are Such, still good. Such, oh, did I tell great. you that uh, John Kowski was the MC at that roast mm-hmm. they had for me? Yeah. He told a Lance Rensel joke. Oh, yeah? That wow. you can't, Lance, you can't Lance, tell. Lance, Lance Rensel pulled his Peter out in 1966, and he's still telling the joke. Yeah. <laughs> I told him, 52 years later, you got to change the material. There's some people who don't know the Lance Rensel. There's, we got enough criminals in the Vikings the last 50 years. We don't have to go back to poor Lance oh. Rensel. Even Wizardator jokes, you know, you no, got yeah, to right. update that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, right, man. My what? favorite John Kowski is I came home, my wife was in a negligee. She said, tie me up and do anything you want. So I went to the Twins game. <laughs> <laughs> Tied her to the bed and went to the Twins game. Yeah, went to the Twins game. He's never failed to, uh, <laughs> never failed to tell that joke. First heard that joke about Henny. 40 years ago. Yeah, Henny Youngman, before you were born, John. <laughs> he was telling that joke. Yes. <laughs> Residents of a Florida resort said they're having problems with the substitute mail carrier who refuses to deliver their packages because they're nudists. Oh, Hudson, no. Hudson, Florida residents living at the Eden RV Resort and City Retreat, a clothing optional compound. They're having a bad cartoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, are they yeah. off? Or are they German or, or what? What's wrong with them? Are they off-putting? <laughs> a clothing optional compound that includes an RV park as well as small family homes said their normal U.S. Postal Service mail carrier has no problem delivering packages, but the substitute won't come in. President. <laughs> What was the, how do you think I rang the doorbell? Right, how do you think I, holding all these packages, how do you think I rang the doorbell? What, what, what was the Peter Sellers movie where he had to go into a nudist oh, colony and he right. carried a guitar around the whole thing? <laughs> Pink Panther or something like that? One of those. It was One so of the Pink Panthers, yeah. Residents said and a, po- a post office manager told them the mail carrier is not required to enter the community if nudity offends her. So she doesn't oh. have to deliver. Residents said their normal mail carrier delivers packages to the doors. They would be satisfied if the substitute would just at least drop them off at the main office. I I agree with the nudists. I think she should at least drop them off. Whatever happened to snow... Uh, sweet, 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 sweet and hail. Yeah. Let's go here. Yeah. Nudity, naked Germans. There. Get yeah. in there and give me my packy. <laughs> Hairy, naked Germans. <laughs> oh, <laughs> With the little pot bellies and... Well, a little something. <laughs> a, boy, a boy in China yeah. thought it was a good idea to hose down the buttons in his elevator by uh, urinating all over them. <laughs> not a good idea. And, uh, why, the, why, why was he doing this? It's thing? not. Well, I suppose it's a prank. He, he was alone. Mm-hmm. He thought mm-hmm. it was a good idea, apparently, but there is video, of course. So Wouldn't that short it out? It, well, it, it doused the entire panel on the video, uh, but soon after he zipped up and readied himself to disembark the lift, do, uh, as you said, Joe, the doors jiggled around but wouldn't open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The button started blinking in a glitchy fit, going haywire as all the lights went dark in the elevator. I'd say he got what he deserved, John. Uh-huh. The boy was trapped. He had to be rescued by a maintenance crew. Good thing he only had to go potty. My goodness. How old was the little 
Uh, it doesn't say in the story. SOB. I'd say from the looks of the video, probably 15, yeah, give or take. Okay. He tried to drag him out of the elevator and beat the crap out of well, him. Well, it is, him laying it in the is China. I'm surprised, wow. you know, it didn't do worse. Wow. He tried mm-hmm. to deny any wrongdoing. Uh, even his parents came to his defense, said it'd be impossible to uh, urinate that high. <laughs> but, like I said... There was a video. Yeah. Okay. His he, parents will pay for the damage. He can arc okay. it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, John, do you have it, the story about uh, China outlawing strippers at funerals? I do, I do not. Ever, I didn't see that well, one. Can you do me a favor and look that up and bring it in tomorrow? They, I will. They did it down the hall, and it was quite funny. Strippers. Yeah. China. Yeah. yeah they, they bring yeah. in they they bring in strippers to pad the number of guests. Really? The, yeah. <laughs> if you have strippers at your funeral, you get a lot of guests, and evidently that's a big deal. Having a lot huh. of guests at a funeral in China. Kenny, Kenny, all we got is John to do the news. They got like six people down there looking up <laughs> at this crap. Have right? you seen what this guy does when he's not on the air? He's looking up guitars, <laughs> rock stars, and jeeps. Listen, listen to Mr. Snow. Looking for over lawyers. Looking for duplexes. Crazy personal stuff. Eating pistachios. Yeah, I do do that. They got they got six gals down there who are spending twelve hours a day he's looking the, for that. He's the crap kitchen hole. monitor. He's closing <laughs> kitchen cupboards. God, it drives me nuts when the cupboard sp- doors. Eating pistachios uh, and telling me to stay away because I'm allergic. Exactly. Before we go to break here, I do want going yet. I want to mention this traffic item. Eastbound Highway 36 is still closed at Lake Elmo due to the serious crash a couple of hours ago. And according to State Patrol, uh, this closure could last through the rush hour. Again, oh, that's wow. eastbound 36 at Lake Elmo. All traffic being diverted at 694. What are you going to wrap it up with, John? Well, a story that's happening far too often. New York State Police say a woman faces driving while intoxicated charges after she drove drunk to the police station to pick up her brother, who had just been picked up with a DWI. Mm-hmm. Can't do that. 50-year-old Scott Vosberg had been charged after seeing a single vehicle crash. Uh, 0.29%. His 51-year-old sister, Kimberly, uh, drove to the barracks to pick him up. Troopers say uh, she seemed drunk. They tested her. 0.22%, nearly three times Kenny, the legal limit there. Kenny, they say alcoholism is a family disease. So, uh, Kenny uh, zipped off down the hall. He's, he's got to do his All FM. Right. All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> Need me? Well, you'll be competing with a ball game, but that shouldn't yes. be a problem. <laughs> yes, six. Uh, we got the shade closed here, and you can hardly hear what's going on out there. Red Sox, not many people here yet, and the game starts in an hour. I don't know. Uh, usually, Red Sox pack them in, but I, most of them get down here in March, so they may not be full like they usually are. What do you got coming up? Uh, we got, I told you, Johnny Mayasich. Yep, that's right. We have... Uh, Phil Miller with us, uh, Star Tribune uh, baseball writer, and Timmy Otter is going to give us the latest update on the uh, Vikings quarterback situation. The NFL has told them they have to declare Teddy Bridgewater a free agent. So, All right. Well, okay. 1500 ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 45 degrees. The great melting continued.